Welcome to this episode of Simpson and Hello, my name is Kyle Simpson. Welcome to the premiere episode of Simpson and Dunn. Currently, I am on this episode by myself. I'm going to ride this out solo. Uh, my partner, Dunn, has some other obligations to attend to. But I want to dive right in. Today is August 26th, 2020. Sorry. And I want to dive into the fact that three NBA playoffs games today were boycotted. And I'm happy they are. Um, it's time that our country is put on notice more now than it has been of, you know, the social and racial injustices that that black people face in our country. Um, People are upset at these NBA players. More specifically, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Orlando Magic, the Houston Rockets, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Portland Trailblazers have all decided to boycott their Game 5 of their playoff series today. In light of the shooting of in Kenosha, Wisconsin, that that paralyzed a man from the waist down after being shot seven times by police. Um, It's a shame. It's a shame that. People, black people in our country have to live their life in fear. It's a shame that Jacob Blake, the the victim in Kenosha, Wisconsin, had to be shot seven times in front of his loved ones and his kids in his vehicle without police officers trying to detain or taser or restrain the man before unloading seven shots in his back with the intention to try to kill the man. Um, it's, you know, I'm a white man. I'm a white male, for those who know me. And this is hard to talk about. I have a, a black brother. I have a black son. But I am white. And I do not face the same challenges as black men, women, and children do in this country. I don't. And nor will I pretend to know what it is they go through. Because I get to live in a world of privilege because of the color of my skin. I get to wake up every day and there's no fear that I could be pulled over or stopped by by law enforcement and lose my life. I don't have to live with that fear. And people I love and people that I know and people that are friends and brothers to me, ancestors have have to have that fear every day when they wake up for their kids, 
for their loved ones, parents, brothers, cousins, friends. Nobody should have to live their life in fear. Black people in our country have been facing this problem for 400 years and more. Black people have been shot. They've been hung. There's numerous things that they've had to endure throughout history that white people have been so privileged that there's no real consequences to our actions anymore in the year 2020. 17-year-old kid in Kenosha, Wisconsin, not even from Kenosha, from Illinois, a bordering state, drives to Kenosha, shoots and kills two individuals, and also causes shot a third that's going to cause that man to lose his arm. But he was able to walk by police, police officers and law enforcement after that happened. He was given a bottle of water. He was told that they appreciate him. And he was able to drive 20 miles back to Illinois to where he lives. 17. Carrying an AR-15 and it injured and killed people. Walks free. A black man can be unarmed without being restrained, walking to his driver's side door with what was intended to be to let his kids know everything were okay because they were crying in the back seat and is shot seven times in his back with the intent to kill. Black men and women and kids in our country are being hunted, flat out being hunted down by police officers. For instance, like I said, the 17-year-old white teenager with an AR-15 murders two people and is still alive. And we're talking about a 12-year-old Tamir Rice, who was a black child, playing with a toy gun in a park. A toy gun that everybody buys their kids from dollar stores, Walmart, and everything. And he's murdered by the police. I want that to make I want I want someone to make that make sense because you can't because the privilege that white people have in this world in this country is sickening to me as a white individual I have to raise a 6-year-old black boy that is my son I have to raise him in a world where his life is in danger every single day just because of the color of his skin I have a brother of mine, which he knows who he is, Ryan, who also has a black son, who is a baby, who is a toddler, but has to be raised in this world, full of law enforcement and police officers who look at his child as a threat because of the color of his skin. I have a 16-year-old brother, lives in the country, goes to predominantly white school, He's uncomfortable. He's made uncomfortable because of the color of his skin. At what point does enough become enough? I don't know. But I'm willing to listen to find out what I can do to help. To fight for justice and 
for equality, for simply people who are human beings. And that's all I can do is listen and help because I don't, I don't fight those battles. And nor will I ever have to because I'm a white male in a racist America. I pray, uh, my thoughts and prayers are with, with individuals who have to face this problem on a daily basis and live their life in fear. And we have a president right now running our country who's using his campaign as in fear of what can happen in the election in November. Which is a joke. He's a flat-out joke, and that's a joke because black people have to live their life in fear every second of every day because they're literally being hunted down by law enforcement. I'm sorry. I apologize for people of my race, for white people who have treated you or have may have treated you bad or will treat you bad because I don't agree with it. I want to stand with you. I want to fight with you. And I want to help be part of the change that makes America better for people of I don't want to put this wrong way. I want to make America better for black people and people of different races and ethnicities that live in our country. Because it's... It's it's a sad world where kids are losing their lives for playing with toy guns, but a 17-year-old white boy can walk around the streets of a city he's not from and from a different state kill two individuals and cause another to have his arm amputated and walk free and be told he's appreciated and given a refreshment and a bottle of water from law enforcement. I'm horrified to say that I'm from this country. The country is supposed to be the land of the free You know, the Kenosha chief of police released a statement of the two people who were killed last night by the 17-year-old white male. And he simply blamed it on people being out past curfew. He's blaming the victims to justify the fact that they were shot and killed. It's sickening. It's sad. It's terrifying. You know, we've only seen an NBA player or team boycott a game once before this ever. In 1961, Bill Russell boycotted a game because of racial injustice. 1961. We're talking about 49, 50 years ago, and people are still fighting for social justice and equality in our country. For 49 years. It's unbelievable. And you know you got all these people out here. White people. Shut up and play basketball. Do what you're paid for. You know. 
life is more important than a game. Life is far more important than a paycheck. And lives of black people matter. I'm done rambling for this episode. I know it's a short one. But I'm angered by what I've seen with Ahmaud Arbery, Tamir Rice, George Floyd, Jacob Blake, Breonna Taylor. Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. I love everybody. I hope I don't offend anybody by this episode. Um, but I'm out. Thank you. Be sure to uh, give it a pitiful plug, but go give us a follow on Twitter at Dunn Simpson. Um, future episodes, I'm sure we'll include this topic on every episode because it's important that we get it out that people, are, black people, are treated fairly and have equality and justice in our country. Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor, and much love.